Curious Conversations About Sex is brought to you by Curious Creatures, who run a variety of workshops on self-development and sexuality in Australia. My name is Rog. Today, I'm finally doing something I've been wanting to do for you for ages. Uh, If you've ever been to one of our in-person or online socials, you'll already be familiar with what I call Q&A, which is where one person asks a question that each person in the group then takes turns to answer. Uh, We're about to do that here with four sex educators who become both interviewers and interviewees. Cool, huh? If you like the format of this game, Q&A, and would like to participate, We offer them online as the online socials. Uh, The time zones currently favour people on the east coast of Australia, but we're keen to get other time slots up and running soon. Uh, And there's a general invite version, uh, which most people go to, as well as specialist versions for various sub-communities. And of course, uh, when physical distancing guidelines allow, uh, we'll start running the in-person versions uh, in uh, various places around Australia again. For transparency, you should know that my three guests and I are enjoying a few glasses of wine as we record, and that I've edited out a couple of tipsy comments here and there. Uh, But even having done that, there's still a fair bit more swearing than normal, so those of you with sensitive ears, um, well, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast anyway, so like, good luck with that. Let's let my guests introduce themselves. So my question is, uh, like, what's your name and what do you do and where do people find you? My name is Georgie Wolf. I'm a writer. I'm a Melbourne escort and sex educator. And um, up until pre-pandemic, my job was teaching people how to have really awesome casual sex. And now it's a whole load of other shit. That's okay. <laughs> and you can find me online at artofthehookup.com um, or on all the socials at Art of the Hookup. I'm Tamika Wilder. I'm a somatic sex coach, facilitator, mother of two, erotic educator, general all-around fun kind of gal. And you can find me on Instagram, Tamika Wilder underscore, or at Neosoma on Facebook. Super. Uh, So my name is Rog. Uh, I run Curious Creatures. Uh, We run workshops and do a funny little podcast and a couple of other things like consent cards. Um, Based in Melbourne, um, but thanks to uh, coronavirus, kind of increasingly all around the world. Um, And we are at curiouscreatures.biz, B-I-Z. My name is Tess and I am an occupational therapist and I specialise in sexuality for persons living with disability, with neurological conditions, chronic illness and oncological diagnoses um, or any family members or friends or lovers of people diagnosed with cancer. Uh, I'm also a facilitator around sexuality for a company called Curious Creatures. Don't know if you've heard of that. Who what? Um, <laughs> Sounds dodgy. Play party host. And yes, thanks to the pandemic. Um, only, yeah, pretty quiet at the moment, but you can find me at connectabletherapies.com or Connectable Therapies on Facebook or curiouscreatures.biz. Sweet. Uh, Georgie, your question. Okay. Ooh. So my question is, 
Why does sex matter to you? Huh. We'll just start light, shall we? <laughs> right. This is how we roll. Great question. <laughs> Why does it matter to me? Um, my first and, like, most blunt and basic response to that is just, like, it, because I'm human, because my heart's beating, because I'm alive and I've got air in my lungs, you know. Um and my second kind of part of that, I reckon, is um, uh, yeah, there's no second part. That's my answer. I'm alive, so it fucking matters. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, very human, very necessary, big part of what it means to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all humans, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, I think similarly, like we couldn't have gotten here without sex and it's, um, we couldn't have survived as a species or as all of the other species Mm. if we didn't have like a really deeply built in interest in sex. So I think there is something very, um, core about it. Um, on another level, um, I don't think that, I don't necessarily think that sex is a fundamental right or anything like deservant um in some ways i feel like in the same way that sports people are just like hacking um the nervous system and the fine motor skills and skills and the hand-eye coordination that the gods have chosen to give us um to to have fun and likewise foodies are just hacking like taste buds and smell and and mouthfeel and presentation to have fun likewise i feel that sex sort of almost fits into those same categories in some ways like we have a nervous system and we have the capacity for touch and to enjoy that so why not um so yeah somewhere between those poles is my answer Mm. Hmm. That's a really interesting question because it means so much to me to, and I'm like, why am I an advocate for so many others to be able to access it? And I guess for me, the word sex is extremely broad. Um, I know a lot of people, I I assume we're all on the same page in this around this table because we're all sex educators, but um, a lot of people assume that it means genital um, connection or a form of penetrative play, but sex is so much more. It's, it's touch, it's connection, it's relationships. It's the fun of putting on makeup and a nice outfit Mm. and going to a delicious meal and getting to know someone like that's a part of sex. It's all, you know, part of the, the wonderful enjoyment of it all. And, um, I think from that comes, chemical rushes, natural chemical rushes Mm. in our bodies. Um, I am, if you look up the word hedonist in the dictionary, it's got a photo of me next to it. (laughs) I love things that feel good and sex to me can be the most incredible back touch versus amazing oral or, you know, anal play, anything. So for me it's tapping into pleasure and um, the delight of connecting with the body and it can be your body or someone else's. And I think from that comes well-being and health and resilience and coping and positive mental health. Um, yeah, I think it has a big part to play in in humans. That's my answer. Cool. Stunning. That's amazing. I want to file for an addendum. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's go your answer first. I'll oh, your addendum now. Um, okay, so I think people are really, really interesting 
and the way that we like interact with each other and the way we get close to each other is really interesting but nothing really gets to the heart of like the way we operate as human beings so much as sex does there are so many other ways that we connect as human beings but sex is one of the ways that we just not only do we not fully understand it but it also just gets to the personal stuff and gets to the deep stuff really, really fucking fast, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always been fascinated with my sex life and everyone else's sex life because it's like this, like, shortcut, uh, you know, shortcut to knowing things about people that you might never otherwise know because it is such a a personal way to connect and also, Mm. like, kind of fun. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not discuss oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, there's that. That's my answer. What's your addendum? Yeah. Um, something like uh, it's it's the one time I feel like I actually meet my gods, speaking more personally. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, through sex and pleasure, uh, like that's the one time I, could, I feel like I can meditate successfully, focus on just one thing and have all the chatter in the mind shut the fuck up and um, kind of reset my mood, reset my attitude, get a different perspective on things, just like fall in love with life. So when people mm. say, you know, you can only think of one thing and they say that like it's a bad thing, it's actually... Oh, that's really my target. Meditation. Yeah, my my mind is always trying to hold on to a million things and and do two million things. So the joy of just being able to stay with one thing is um a lush luxury for me. Hmm. Hmm. Again, healthy mind. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tamika, your question. Right, my question. <clears throat> I was a little concerned with the list I came up with because some were, like, kind of deep. And I don't know if that question's allowed. Every question, but, question is perfect. <laughs> and let's Bring just, it. Let's just, like, if, if anyone in the audience has any objections to deep questions, then speak up now. Anyone? Great. Anyone? No, that's cool. <laughs> we get consent. I think, I think that means we should have more wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, I think this is a, like, interesting and semi-lighthearted one to begin with. <clears throat> if you could click your fingers and teach your body one sexual or pleasure-based thing or skill, if you could just wake, like, just go boom and you've got it, what would you teach it? Oh, so good. Such a good question. One, huh? Sure. One sexual pleasure-based thing. Mm. Wow. So, you know, like, I'm mm. thinking... Would you want to be able to suck your own dick? Like, if you could just, oh, like, oh. sure. And I know that's not actually, well, I mean, well, we've all got I dicks. don't know. But we can click our finger, right? <laughs> and make it so. Yeah. Make it so. Ah. Um, my my <laughs> mind went to anal pleasure. Mm. Uh, just, just, uh, yeah, more capacity to enjoy what's there, which has probably got a little bit of uh, psychological unfolding to be done first mm-hmm. and some body shame and whatever else. Um, but that's where my mind went. Mm. Yeah, it's not its not a huge leap. I feel like I'm wasting my superpower click, but mm. that's my answer. Mm. Every answer is perfect. Every answer mm. is perfect. <sighs> oh, I just, I've been asked this question a few times on the Curiosity socials and like very similar question. And my answer is a, a sexuality pleasure based thing I would have is really high quality rope 
skills Ooh, because good. rope rope topic like I, I i bottom rope and it's an incredibly intimate and geez it's good sex but i want to top that yeah. and i i do not have the patience and the commitment and the energy to learn this incredible skill but god i'd be good at it if i if i could magically click my fingers but i mean like the you know like navigating my body with someone else's breathing with them touching them all over and using my body weight to like counteract their body weight and get them so 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 hard and wet (sighs) just with rope and touch yeah that's (laughs) yeah that's what i would magically sexually get sounds like a worthy pursuit to me (laughs) (laughs) Volunteer bottoms? Yep. Yep. I'm putting my hand up. Is it my turn now? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I would really like to be able to come on command. Mm-hmm. I know someone who can do it and their partner literally has to say the right word and then it just happens and I'm like, holy shit, what wow. is this fucking magic? Wow, 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 wow. And wow. I, I really struggle to get off. Like I have a lot of, like, you know, I get performance anxiety and I get really stressed and sometimes it's really hard for me to come or I don't come at all, which mm. is fine. Like I'm not super hung up on it. But it's just really frustrating when something's really hot and you just really want to come so badly and my brain is like, no. And I just, <laughs> I would love to have a magic, like, come word. It would be yeah. so fucking good just to have that, have that button. What would the word be? Slippery chinchilla. <laughs> I wanted to say purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> yes! <laughs> purple monkey dishwasher. <laughs> wow. That's my answer. Good. What about you, Tamika? Um, mine is <clears throat> lucid dream. Mm. So I'd like to be able to lucid dream whenever I choose and and be orgasmic inside of those and have my body release the hormones that I get when I'm actually orgasming or you know having sex and pleasure in real life so it means I just like actually can get sleep because I like sleep and you know people aren't always around or I was like oh do I actually have to be conscious like to masturbate and then no but like lucid dream on demand and get all of that that's so funny like good shit I've never even thought of that as a boom I love it and then you never have to decide between sleep or sex that's right that's right, because all of my lucid dreams that I've ever had are usually, like, with orgasms in them. So I'm like, actually, this is a thing for me. So if yeah. I can do it any time instead of having to be like, all right, listen to the binary or beans, wake myself up, do those other things to make myself dream. Yeah. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Good answer. Cool. So good. Your um, question, Reg. Two-part question. Um What's something you've learnt the easy way and what's something you've learnt the hard way? Like to do with sex is the implied, you know, <laughs> background <laughs> context. But I didn't specify, so go where you want. Do you know what you're going to call this yet, by the way? No, no, no I don't, actually. I like that four sex therapists walk into a bar, four sex educators <laughs> walk into a bar. Do you like oh, that? I mean, I like this is it. a podcast I do. So something I learned the easy way was that cum tastes really nice <laughs> and how I figured that out was I swallowed it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, there's, 
just for some reason I felt when I was younger that there was this thing about like, don't, you know, the spits or the swallows, oh, are you a spitter or a swallower? Uh-huh. And like, they, it seemed like it was a thing mm. that if you did, yeah, one or the other, there was something right or wrong with that. Yeah. It was worse. I'm not sure. I have no idea there's, either. There's a huge hoo-ha around it. There is. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But, huge. So I just went, hmm, well, I'm not going to be that person that says they hate chocolate if they've never eaten chocolate. Very so, um, you know, I had, I had some vag in my mouth and some dick in my mouth and all the beautiful things in between and I just, you know, actually tasted it and was like, oh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this at all. So that was pretty easy, just giving it a go. I don't want to interject to your answer. Yeah. But if you spit, I find that comes more likely to hit the bit of your tongue that tastes that a bit of sensations. So actually swallowing is tastier than spitting in my experience. Mm. And also when you swallow, you get that really nice musky, it's like a musky after, you know how the nose, your olfactory is connected with the off-topic tangent test. Plus you don't have to have zinc pills for like a week. Is there lots of zinc in it? Wow. I think we're talking about the cum that comes out of dicks, yes. I'm not yeah. too sure on the cum that comes out of cunts. I need sure. more zinc. You can read it. <laughs> whatever whatever okay. you will. Um, <laughs> Don't know if this is allowed, but do you swallow every time or do you have to feel like it? <laughs> it's so allowed. Oh, it's so allowed. Um, I think, yeah, I did have a day where I didn't. <laughs> Just a single day. It was 24 hours when I did and I'm not really sure why. I think I just wasn't in the mood. Yeah. yeah. Like 24 like, yeah. hour fasts. <laughs> yeah. Tess is really by the book. Yeah. Like if you give them an instruction, they will just like take it to the nth degree. Mm. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know me well. But that's, it's a rule. I said I would, so I have to. Okay, so that's what I learned the easy way. And like, yeah, and like, oh, God, squirt tastes real good too. Um, I mean, like squirt tastes differently for every single body, but... Yes. Off topic again, Tess. What, what did I learn the hard way? Okay. The, the thing that I learned the hard way about sex was that sex doesn't have to hurt. Mm. And that oh took God. me, I can't even begin to think like well over a decade of having sex. I had sex quite late. I think I was 18 when I lost my virginity. Well, sorry, I hate that word. Um, yeah, the first time a penis went in my vagina, um, I was 18. And, and so I, I didn't understand foreplay. I didn't understand my body. I didn't understand mm. communication. I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted. I didn't know what I wanted because I hadn't had the opportunity to explore. I didn't understand lubricants. I felt embarrassed to need them. So I would just put up with stuff and then I would be like, yeah, but the pain will go away in a day, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just, I remember a sexuality educator, God, I wish I remembered their name. They said, no, like, you know, no pain, no gain. They say no pain, no pain when it comes to sex. Like mm. no pain ever. Sex should not hurt unless it's requested and consented and communicated and negotiated. And it took me so long to figure that out. And the hard, it was the hard way because only until I started actually working in sexuality and studying it did I realise like, oh, wow, I've really missed out on a lot. Yeah, so that's my answer, Georgie. Oh, just thinking that one over. Everything, the the no pain and then the 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 squirting. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in my brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so the question was, what's 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 been easy and hard about 
learning about sex. Okay, so what was easy for me was the idea that trying new things is okay, that if you if you hear about something on the internet that's a bit kinky and want to give it a go, um, I never had to overcome that sort of like shame hole thing where I'm like, oh, but I couldn't possibly do that. That would make me a total pervert. Like I just never had that. I went straight from high school to dating a bloke who was really, really open-minded and wanted to try all these things and straight from that into hanging out at fetish, fetish clubs where everyone was so open to trying things and there was no shame and it was all just really, really par for the course. And so it never occurred to me to feel ashamed about trying new sexual things. I'm just like, yes, this is what we do. We find a new thing. We try it. We find the next thing. We try that. Where do we stop? Who knows? Maybe we don't. Still haven't. And that was great. So I think I, I like bypassed all that like sexual shame that a lot of people mm. end up having to wrestle with in order to actually do what they actually mm. want. And I'm really lucky. That's wonderful. Really lucky. Yeah. Um, something that was hard that took a long time was learning that when you're in a situation where you want to say no but you think it's easier to just go along with it, it's never easier to go along with it. It's always easier to say no. And it took me years to learn that. Like I put up with so many shitty situations and bad situations where bad things happened where I wanted to say no and I wanted to assert my boundaries and I just thought it would be too hard. And it's always harder to ignore your boundaries, mm. I found. Mm. It's oh. always easier to just risk pissing someone off or just risk ending up in an awkward situation, that it's always worse to end up in a situation where you end up doing something you don't want to do. And I'm just sorry that it took so long and so many repetitions mm. of mm. ending up doing things I didn't mm. want to do to work out that it was actually easier to just go, nah, man, mm. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Thank you, Georgie. Oh, I'm sorry that that was the journey and also thank you for sharing that tidbit. That is gold. Yeah. I don't totally. think any of us are alone in this one. No. I think it takes yeah. so many years to learn that saying no is easier than trying to not rock the boat and I just wish that we'd all caught on a bit earlier. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a, a short-term impact versus a long-term impact, isn't it? Saying no is a short-term impact, but saying yes when it's really a no, that's got long-term mm. effects. Mm. Well, like we fear making things awkward because we think that's the bad thing, but the yeah. bad thing is um, having your boundaries crossed. That, yeah. that really fucking sucks. Mm. And yeah. once you learn how much it sucks, mm. then you never want to do it ever again. So mm. that, that's a good learning. It is. Hey there, listener. I'd like to tell you about one of our workshops called Fun Little Sex Games, which we run online and in person. It's a collection of carefully designed, but mostly pretty simple little activities. The workshop is both fun and an important part of your sex education. It'll help you do things like get in touch with your pleasure, find out what you like and don't like, communicate all this to a partner, and get really good with your yeses and your noes. Uh, say hello to better sex and more creative sex. This workshop takes about four hours and it's been done by about 5,000 people. We generally run a version for couples online and a version for singles where we're based, which is in Australia. Now back to the conversations about sex. It actually <laughs> reminds me of a question that I had to, to ask, actually, which 
Mm, I know we're not up to that big and I'm going to answer this question. But I'm so trying to skip that now. But also yeah. it is your answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, there are so many ways I could go with this, you know. Mm. Um, I have a version of an answer that is really, like, similar to the way that you just spoken, but I also have an answer that's probably possibly quite funny, so I might go with that one. Um, I learnt the easy way that um, my throat and lips and mouth were made for giving head. <laughs> really, oh, okay, really. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hand sanitise. Hand sanitise. Shit, sorry, I forgot my socks. Just want to let you know, listener, that we're sitting, we have distance between us. We've been hand sanitising. Socially responsible. The window was cracked open. We just, yeah, got pumped on that one. Yeah, so, I mean, that was... It's really enjoyable and easy for me and, you know, it's, it's a good, like, um, it's a good way to grab lots of power really, isn't it, like my mouth. Anyway, so I learned that pretty easily and very early, possibly too early. Um, it's another show maybe. Um, <laughs> and what I learned the hard way is that some bathrooms have cameras in them. <gasps> Holy oh, shit. No. Is that a story God. you can tell? Because... That's- Giving aforementioned head in a club, in a toilet cubicle where, you know, my friend works at the club and can go, like, into the screens and was, like, in a public place. I could see you. Yeah. So they were, I'm not naming the club, I'm not naming the era, I'm not naming Mm. the But I was, I learned the hard way that there are cameras in places where there shouldn't be cameras and, um. Yeah, maybe you just don't give head in toilets. That's either. fucked up. I'm so or sorry. Or do, and and it's you know that's fine. It's okay, but you know I think that part of my superpower was I didn't give that much of a fuck. <laughs> like you could see me. All right. I guess, oh, well. Yeah. I mean, there is that thing of like, well, you are in in a if you are intentionally having sex in a public place. That's Even right. if you're trying to hide it, there but, is still the knowledge that you're likely to be seen. That's right. You don't expect. But, so you're saying in a cubicle. Oh, hang on. In a cubicle. Right? Where, oh, where you're in the oh, where you're right. with the other things. Oh, it's not legal. Right. No, I'm pretty sure no, that is legal. No, not legal. No way not legal. legal. Okay. Not legal. Has this been addressed? No, it was a long time. I was a teenager. Okay. Like, it was a long time ago. Okay. And, you know. All right. Now it just makes for a kind of alarming Disturbing story on a podcast in 2020. It's fine. There's oh, no reports to be written. Okay. Like, there's some security guard out there watching people poop. Like, I don't think that's okay either. That's not okay. Yeah, just yeah. to be clear, not cool. Not cool. If, yeah. if you're on the fence around, around whether the videotape you've got is cool or not cool, it's not, not, not cool. cool. <laughs> there you go, kids. Not the story. Uh, the hard way for me was uh, not aligning myself with the kink community uh, as quickly as I should have because I think that, uh, like, the impression I got of the kink community was that they were basically a bunch of freaks and weirdos and, like, creeps and awkward types. So you had the opposite experience to me, basically. Yeah, sounds like it. So I didn't have anything to do with that community, but in my personal life, my forms of sexual expression and creativity, shall we say, um, were obviously trying to angle their way towards kinky stuff. Um, and aside from that being offensive to people within the kink community, um, and thank you mainstream media for giving me a um, bad impression of that, um, it's also just meant that I missed out on all of that guidance and information mm. and tutoring that comes from within the kink community. But you've got to actually 
align with the kink community in order to get access to all of that information and resources and all of those lessons. Uh, so I feel like I've um, fucked up a few things in my time with the best of intentions, uh, trying to be more creative and, and have a more interesting sex life. And, um, yeah. Uh, also, it meant that through not aligning myself with that community, uh, I was just like the internalised shame uh, around sex and kinky sex in particular. Mm. It was just like not fun. That's much more being a part of a sex positive community. It's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, as long mm. as you're doing it safely and you're all consenting, woo! It's much nicer being a part of this community. Um, and what was easy, um, like what comes to mind for me was... Um, I'd spent a couple of years in workshops, like trying to work out how to get my, I was going to say my head, but get my body around multiple orgasms and full body orgasms. And I just pretty much given up on it, just going, ah, I'm never going to be one of those people. I just can't imagine how that's ever going to work. And someone was doing an exercise that uh, involved um, dance and movement sort of building to some kind of an erotic charge or something like that. Uh, I remember just going, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to lie on my back in the middle of the floor and just, like, have a dance because I like music. Uh, and then I was coming my tits off mm. and uh, I just went, ah, oh, now I'm one of those people. <laughs> now I'm one of those people that can do that as much as they want, as often as they want in groups of people. Yeah, and it was just, like, the easiest way to learn something. Like, I think the take home there is just, like, get the fuck out of the way of your yeah. orgasm. Mm. Mm. It's not a question of, like, working to get to something. It's just getting out of the way of something that's wanting to happen. Oh, I'm taking yeah. notes. I'm taking Golden notes. nugget. <laughs> Golden <laughs> nugget. You had an addendum test. Yes. Um, in regards to enjoying body fluids, I, th- I realised that it probably sounds like I um, – <laughs> it was fun to joke about, but um, I am only – like. I'm only fluid bonded with certain people. So uh, to ingest and have my mouth around uh, people's genitals without barrier protection is quite a special thing because they're people that I'm intimate with and that I trust. So I think I think it has a different level to it as well. So I just kind of wanted to add that in because there is that safer sex aspect about it, which perhaps is why swallowing is shamed. I'm kind of jumping here. I don't really know why it's shamed, but um, for me, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's quite an intimate thing because the people that I do engage that way with are very close to me and obviously um, very STI aware. Mm. That's my denim. Cool. And um, it's my question. Your question, Tess. Oh, I don't know what to ask. Yes. <laughs> what's a moment, what's a sexual moment that has made you laugh out loud? Oh, good question. Oh. <laughs> Green. Oh. <laughs> like, like during or afterwards? What, every, every answer is perfect, every interpretation is perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Seriously? Oh. oh, no, I'm going to have to tell the dislocated knee story again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have permission to tell fucking everyone about this particular story. I went on a date with a young man. It was great. It was second or third date. I suggested that we go back to my place and, like, you know, do a bit of oil massage because that's nice, mm-hmm. right? 
And so we're just starting that and it was going really, really well. And suddenly he goes, I think I've dislocated my knee. And then we went to emergency. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing was, like, I, f- I went straight from sexy. I was doing the full, like, I, I love doing erotic massages and something I do at work, like, as an escort. So I was in full escort erotic massage mode, like, full sexy. And then I just switched out of that, went straight into emergency mode, went, right, get your clothes on, let's get you to the hospital. We didn't wash our hands, for starters. We were probably the worst infection risk ever. We were covered head to toe in massage oil. <laughs> he turned up and all the nurses were looking at him funny like, why are you shiny? <laughs> <laughs> and they kept saying, and how, how did this happen again? Because they could clearly see something had been going on because he was covered in oil. So I, 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 I've been getting a lot of mileage out of that story lately. Wow. I'm sorry, person, that it happened to. Um, <clears throat> I have a question yeah. about that. How, how do you get to disconnected knee, dislocated <laughs> knee from a running Good question. And is it good? Is it something that the kids are into these days? So what happens when you drink Red Bull before your session? Right. So the answer to the first question is, who the fuck knows, man? It was just yeah. really sudden. Yeah. And the answer to the second question is no, it was really painful. And because he'd been drinking, they couldn't give him an anesthetic. And so they had to pop it back in by hand. Oh. Oh. So, um, oh. And hopefully it's not what the kids are doing these days. But, hey, I'm not going to yuck your yum. If that's your shit, man, <laughs> you go for it. I'm going to – I'm not down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my answer. Great. <laughs> Tamika? Tamika. Okay, story comes to mind. Ahem. Uh, my partner and I have gone camping. We decided to head into the local town. We're having a drink at the pub. And it was quite a warm afternoon. Um, we asked one of the locals, where can we go to have a swim? Um, that is, you know, reasonably private. And this woman took great pride in, you know, lots of winking and lots of big smiles and like, I know where you need to go. Yes, all right. Well, this is where you have to go. Up this road, round the corner, left, right. She gives us the whole shtick on, you know, this beautiful spot where we can nudie swim. Great. So we rock up there and we're trying to chase the light and, like, park the car in the right spot and get down this, like, quite a steep um, embankment. I don't know what you call it. It's like a steep kind of bit of land that took us to the river or lake. I don't know if it was a river or a lake. It was rushing. It was rushing. Like it was a body of water that was actually moving quite quickly. So we scaled down and like, you know, past the blueberry bushes, you know, like lots of spikes and twigs and we had to like really get down in there. So we're naked there's like big beautiful mossy logs and it was stunning really like beautiful bit of nature but then you know slimy rocks (gasps) naked bodies no shoes on we're going for it up against this big log on the rocks and then I don't know who slipped first but both of us just like smack into these mossy rocks with the water rushing over us. We're holding on to each other for dear life, holding on to the lows. 
and we're just like st- staring at each other. It is <laughs> freezing cold water. Simulating <laughs> the Darwin Awards. We were just or... fucking and now we're in the ice water on the Moss Rocks. <laughs> So, yeah, we hooked uh, each other up and then had a good laugh. <laughs> Glad how, you're alive. How dangerous that was. And, um, yeah, we were shaken up. It was hilarious. <laughs> mm. That's great. That's my, yes. That's my answer. The best stories are the ones that are only funny afterwards. Yeah. Mm. We had a good laugh in the moment. We, you know, after assessing our aches and pains. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my answer was about 15 years ago when I was, uh, I was sort of already aware of the idea of some kind of a sensory awakening ritual. So like taking a partner through just a whole series of sensory experiences, like tastes and smells and touches and sounds and stuff. And I was also kind of um, just at the getting, just at the stage of my creativity where I was starting to mix that with some kink things. So uh, I had a partner and I had them just tied in a classic four-poster bed, tied to the bed kind of a pose, like without a whole lot of skill or great rope work, but whatever. And um, they were naked and I'd taken my clothes off and I was like, you know, running around enthusiastically and I'd lined up all of my things, all of my implements on the bed um, and I just had it all neatly, perfectly arranged, and I was just about to get into it. And I look up and I've left the blind open <coughs> and somehow I just hadn't clocked that um, right across from us is someone else's kitchen window or something <laughs> Oh, like no. That. Hello. Hello. And so at some stage I'm just, like, so excited and proud of myself. I've got all my gear. Um, I've, like, flown interstate for this date, so I was, like, pretty excited for it. Um, and I, I look up and there's this person standing, looking across with their arms folded. And just based on their posture, I'm guessing that they'd been there for quite a while. Like there was nothing about them that looked like that they'd just arrived. They weren't moving. And they didn't look shocked and they didn't look super pervy. They were just looking as if you were waiting for a bus. They, they did not know what they were looking I, I, oh. I, I have no idea how to read into what was going on for them. I'm partly grossed out about this story because um, I'm quite anti um, stuff like that because it's it's essentially like non-consent of mm-hmm. the public. Um, yeah. I don't know. Some people like to play at that edge. I hate it. I think it's um, if people don't want to see sex or know about sex, um, then I'm really against the idea of pushing or forcing it in their face. And I, I feel like through error on that occasion, I um, messed that one up. But Quite also, royally, if you look in someone's window and you see something you don't want to see, then you look away. Right. But then you close your yeah, eyes and yeah. walk away. You don't stand there. Yeah, and I think that went past that moment a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I just kind of like our eyes locked, and I just kind of in my in my beautiful full nakedness, um, I just like wandered up to the window. We're still looking at each other, and I just like pulled the blind down. <laughs> It would have been great. Did you get stuck? Did you like, yeah. and the blind didn't work for a while? Oh, you were trying to been, jimmy it. That would have been comedy gold. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I actually forget how the rest of that date went. 
Um, but I know that when we discussed it, I've forgotten whether I said something about it at the time or later, but either way, we had a laugh. Uh, your answer, Tess. Mm. I actually didn't really have an answer to this and, and then I got an idea from um, your answer to Mika. Uh, so, <laughs> and I think I was, yeah, so it's not it's not really a story of a major fuck up. It's just a like a hilarious sex moment where um I was I was camping and I think um that like what do you know there was some some alcohol involved in the camping um and it was a really really warm like really hot day and and we were by the river and then the sun went down. It was a really warm night and I was delighting in being completely nude as one does when you're in the middle of nowhere with no one around. And uh, I think it was the sheepies that got me really excited. I was um, peeing standing up with, like, you know, the little cardboard sheepy things because mm. I've always wanted a dick. So I was just, like, happy out. Um, and then the per- – I think I, I I was doing something and I and – obviously dropped it and I bent over and my my moon was right under the moon and then you know all of a sudden <laughs> there's like oh you're right there and then one thing leads to another and there's like this moment of um of uh penetration and then I decided that I like oh I dropped something again then I like had to bend over and then I started walking forwards on all fours while they were still inside <laughs> me and then it kind of went downhill and so we kind of ended up like a <laughs> behind like a I don't know how to describe this uh, imagine a gazelle mixed with a <laughs> land strider from like the dark crystal <laughs> with someone fucking them from it's behind just stuck and just like oh we're just gonna keep going it was delightful and then all of a sudden it, yeah the hill stopped <laughs> we stopped and then we kept fucking um, yeah, and we like we didn't separate the whole time. It was stunning. Like being in a horse costume. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it was Classic like, Georgie. Horse costume. Yeah, and we were both just giggling with absolute delight. It was the most hilarious. Like, oh wow, a galloping fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that's one of my laughing moments during sex. Well, happily, the um, halftime delivery food has arrived. And that's it for the first half of our game of q and I'll share the other half with you in a month or two. Um, And let me just play the recording again of who my guests were. My name is Georgie Wolfe. I'm a writer. I'm a Melbourne escort and sex educator and... Um, up until pre-pandemic, my job was teaching people how to have really awesome casual sex. And now it's a whole load of other shit. That's okay. <laughs> and you can find me online at artofthehookup.com um, or on all the socials at Art of the Hookup. I'm Tamika Wilder. I'm a somatic sex coach, facilitator, mother of two, erotic educator, general all-around fun kind of gal, and you can find me on Instagram, Tamika Wilder underscore, or at Neosoma on Facebook. Mm, mm. Super. Uh, so my name is Rog. Uh, I run Curious Creatures. Uh, we run workshops and do a funny little podcast and a couple of other things like consent cards. Um, 
based in Melbourne, um, mm. but thanks to uh, coronavirus, kind of increasingly all around the world. Um, and we are at curiouscreatures.biz, B-I-Z. My name is Tess and I am an occupational therapist and I specialise in sexuality for persons living with disability, with neurological conditions, chronic illness and oncological diagnoses, um, or any family members or friends or lovers of people diagnosed with cancer. Uh, I'm also a facilitator around sexuality for a company called Curious Creatures. Don't know if you've heard of that. Who what? Um, <laughs> Sounds dodgy. Play party host and yes, thanks for the pandemic. Um, only, yeah, pretty quiet at the moment, but you can find me at connectabletherapies.com or Connectable Therapies on Facebook or curiouscreatures.biz. Curious Conversations About Sex is brought to you by Curious Creatures. We run workshops on sexuality, self-development and relationships, and we do this online and around the world. You can find out all about us at curiouscreatures.biz, B-I-Z. The best way to stay in touch with us and find out about what we're doing is to sign up to our mailing list, uh, which you can do via our contact page. And while you're there, you might want to check out our famous consent cards. This episode was mixed by Aman Dembla. Please remember to share it with anyone you think might like it. Thanks.